Hello, wonderful folks. Welcome to Earth Within. I'm Sophie French, a wild creative, cyclical being and mother nature lover. This podcast is about earthing your energy within and resourcing you back to self in order to live a slower, soulful and sustainable life. Alongside my beautiful guests, we'll be sharing how you can connect to the cyclical rhythms of life, creativity and business. Thank you so much for being here. Let's begin. Welcome to the first episode of Earth Within podcast. I am so grateful that you're here and listening. I'm really excited to bring you today a gorgeous conversation between Claire Fole and I. I adore Claire. She is such a kind-hearted human. She's been an amazing mentor to me over the last year and a half and is a special friend as well. We discuss everything from living spaciously to Claire's own personal journey in becoming the beautiful and very gifted writer, artist and space holder that she is today. Claire follows curiosity in life and deeply believes in the sacredness of listening and the power of conversation and the possibility of spaciousness. So I bring you today's episode, Living Spaciously with Claire Foll. Welcome to the podcast. It's so great to have you. It is so beautiful to be here, Sophie, with you just <laughs> hanging out on a winter's evening. Right. I know. How are you today? <sighs> I, I really am. Um, I'm feeling good. I, I went yesterday for my monthly Cairo kinesiology tune-up and I walked in and she asked me, how are you? And I said, yeah, I'm pretty good. And she said, Really? Like, I'm not getting that response very much at the moment. Um, but I, I'm kind of, you know, it's definitely a roller coaster. But today is a day of feeling pretty calm. I've been for a couple of walks and haven't tried to do too much and have had a couple of really beautiful conversations. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Wonderful. I love how you've already... Um, weave that sense of spaciousness um, into the conversation because that is definitely where I would love to flow to. Um, With you, living spaciously comes to mind. And so, um, yeah, that definitely is the the thread that I'd like to weave for our conversation together. And I can't wait to see what arises. Um, So just to, I know you very well, but I would love for you to introduce yourself um, to everybody listening that doesn't know you yet. Um, Just where you are in the world, uh, a bit about you and what you are doing at the moment. Yeah. So I'm Claire. My pronouns are she, her. I'm on Gaia Margul country here on the northern beaches of Sydney. Um, And I am a beach person a morning person I am a writer and an artist oh how audacious to say that I am I'm a space holder and I think I'm a natural listener and nurturer I'm a mum to three beautiful little beings um and a wife and a friend and family um and I love I love listening. I love conversation. I love um, asking, is there another way to do this? And and really recently have just kind of realised that the guiding question of my life is who am I? And like you said, spaciousness is kind of, you actually made me giggle so much a few weeks ago. You you said um, if we were playing Claire Bingo, then spacious is one of the words on the board. So yeah that's me and I I hold circles and I hold space for people one-on-one and I have recently created a deck of cards called Spacious um I'm having a lot of fun just getting to know the cards and co-creating with them and, and doing some fun stuff so that's kind of where where I am and how I might describe myself in this moment it's an ever-changing description but yeah 
Me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for introducing yourself so wonderfully and so poetically. And um, this is what I, uh, one of the things I adore about you is how you weave together words and, and spaces. And so knowing that you have created the spacious card deck, um, my urge is that like I wonder what it would be like if we could pull a card to start off the podcast and then see where that takes us and um give you a little bit of a chance to also explore with us um the cards going yeah, on that sounds so beautiful I have pulled a card oh, and of course mother Claire bingo it's the threads card oh, yes <laughs> and so to describe that card just if you can't see it it's um there is a blue, a pink, a green, a yellow and a gold line and they kind of go down in an S and then they circle around each other and then underneath that it just says threads. Um, so let me read to you from the guidebook. It says, darling heart, you are weaving with many threads at the moment. There are many parts in motion please know that you are creating something which is unique and textured and special because of all that you are weaving in. Nothing is a coincidence or a mistake. Every thread has its place, even if you cannot see it today. Keep going. What threads can you sense at the moment and which ones are calling for your attention? How beautiful. I can't wait for this card deck to arrive on my doorstep <laughs> from you. Um, and that, yeah, for so many people around Australia and, and the world to play with them as well. So, um, gosh, I just love the invitations at the end. And um, especially the question, what threads are you playing with? Was it what threads are you playing with at the moment? Um, what are they inviting for you and I think it's such a gorgeous way to think about life and to feel into life like the threads and and from our time working together last year and you always were, were able to to bring out the the most vibrant threads or what is the most present um and and through my work and, and offering circles and, and space holding as well this is stuck with me and so I'm so happy to see that in the card deck and that for, for that to be pulled out for for other souls that are going to experience and think oh, what is a thread that I am going to weave throughout my day or my week or my cycle um, because I, I love using card decks um, for my own menstrual cycle like around the beginning of the menstrual cycle I love to pull a card that can carry me through and so um, yeah letting threads be the card for our conversation today I just think this is so wonderful and serendipitous <laughs> that it is one of your words that um, I would definitely say is a part of the Claire Bingo game. <laughs> I agree and what I love about it as well is that it means like nothing is not welcome. Mm. All the parts are welcome and the parts that seem really like, oh, how would that fit in? Mm. It's like I imagine us like um, plaiting with like all the parts of our lives. So we're just like, like pulling them in and weaving them and that, that makes this really strong, beautiful kind of braid, right? That, um, and so just kind of looking what, what do we want to pull in and also that beautiful braiding action where it's like well one we're kind of focusing on one and holding a couple of others you know like with your fingers and then they switch over and um, drawing in other bits and, and that it's all there and it's textured and it's it's I just love that bit like none of this is a coincidence or a mistake so just keep going with it um, yeah what a reminder what a potent reminder um knowing that all of the parts are welcome, you know, energetically in life, in business, no matter what, or what you do, um, how you live life, you're going to be pulling in different parts and you're going to be experiencing different things, different emotions. Um, and, uh, and when you were said about plaiting, I was just thinking of me trying to do a French plait on myself or a braid. I've never quite been able to. Um, but just knowing that like, that's okay. The braid might fall out. Like the you know, you might lose the hair like it might all just flow and it's just trust. And I think threads can really bring us back to trust that it is all the way that it is. And sometimes that feels like, oh, why? You know, like you were saying before, like it can feel like icky or like clunky 
or but that's also welcome and and a lot of what um I've also experienced with you through um tapping learning um going through emotions in the body and witnessing them and then it, they don't become as scary and so I'd love how how do threads and emotions and then um your experience and and offering or what can I say modality of tapping like how did how do they weave together how could you um bring in that element it's, I love that Sophie just kind of and I think it's almost like the, those three bits of hair you know that we're we're playing with there and the example that comes to mind and and let's see if this answers the question but as I, I've been creating this deck of cards for like nine months and I had the plan that I would release them on the new moon in July and a week before that uh, we went into lockdown and so suddenly I couldn't bring people together like I was planning to and and I was like oh this is just this is not how it's meant to be and then to sit with that a little longer and definitely that's for me where tapping comes in that at its core tapping is a stress management tool and so just to sit with it and be like okay come out of that fight or flight response what else is here and then I came to this realization that not just even in lockdown but especially in lockdown can I find space can I find spaciousness and it became such a beautiful momentum and a, a gift to myself that each morning through lockdown, through a month of lockdown, I would get up and pull a card and share that you know, on socials or whatever. And if I hadn't have had the deck, if I wasn't kind of uh, sharing them, the cards with the world through that time, that I may have not carved out that time that I may have not I didn't have big chunks of time to create but I'd already done the creating this was just the sharing and and so it it, that idea of this isn't a coincidence and that this is perfect um is there and then tapping along with the card, like pulling a card each morning, I do, sometimes it's just one round in the morning and the evening, but it really helps me to just to be with what is there and, and like you said, to notice the the big emotions that come up when, when and I giggled before saying that calling myself an artist is so audacious, like I first, 30-something years was not creative in inverted commas. And so this has been like shedding a whole persona of not creative. And that brings up a fair few big kind of noisy emotions. And so rather than shoving them down, being able to be like, okay, cool. How do I feel that? What does that feel like in my body? Can I just stay with it a moment longer? Um, and then weaving that into kind of just the the container in this experience, I guess, really the kind of tapestry of life, right, that it's not, oh, you're not welcome, this has got to be perfect, but, oh, you are welcome and that makes it perfect or imperfect. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I feel rambly there. but It's giving it all space. It's knowing that each of the cards that come up and the actual act of creating the spacious card deck has given your own journey space with becoming an artist. Like how fabulous, <laughs> just, just how, how incredible um, being a witness to those different threads, those different, you know, ponderings or invitations of the cards. And I love how it's a time to give yourself space and the act of space itself I mean this is this is the topic I really want to go deeper onto because I just think that originally if I think of myself a few years ago 
you know, I was in a rush most of the time. I don't, not really sure why, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and I was like trying to go from this thing to that. And in human design, I'm a manifesting generator and I, I move quite quickly and rapidly and, and on and upwards almost. Um, and I didn't feel spacious at all in life. Like I, I was quite disassociated with my body and with energy and emotions. And so I just think it's a really interesting point to, to zoom in on and turn up the volume on what is it like to live a spacious life? And can you remember a time where life perhaps wasn't so spacious um, and, and that, you know, take us on that journey from perhaps, um, you know, it might be a timeline. I know everything is cyclical and we're both into <laughs> leaning into those rhythms, but um, from a, a more linear perspective of, of time, I suppose, can you, um, yeah, talk a little bit on life now as spacious, spacious living, I suppose, compared to perhaps a time that wasn't the Yeah, uh, such a beautiful question, Sophie. And the kind of um, bits that jump out at me as you say that is I go back to I was 29 when I had my first baby um, I'd always wanted to be a mum and um, it took us quite a while to fall pregnant and soon after and, and up until that stage I'd been um, always busy always kind of going for the next thing um, finish school uni, job, husband, bought somewhere. You know, there was just this kind of um, ticker box and it's not that they weren't wonderful, but there was just kind of a momentum that wasn't mine. Um, and after she was born, um, pretty soon after, I just started finding life really hard. And I think when I look back that it was the structures of work and busyness and yeah pretty much those two is work and busyness and kind of drinking and partying had all gone and I did not know what to do with that and so that is and, and after a year it got the name postnatal depression and it was that but it was also this complete spiritual cracking open um and that's why the cards I they're they're a love letter from me turning 40 to me turning 30 just like let me tell you what I wish I knew then and what I have learned over the next decade um and so what I what I see is over my 30s what I really journeyed with was like how do you create space and this question of who am I which sounds like both so esoteric and so obvious but just like kind of the offshoots of that the threads of it are like what do I like to do I couldn't tell you what I like to do someone would say I'll take the baby you go and do something nice for yourself and I would walk around the mall and be like I don't know what shops to even go into anymore. I don't know what I like to do. I'd come home furious and crying and feeling crap about myself. And I look back and it's just like, that was really sad, you know. Um, and that they're just, I just didn't know how to do these simple things of like saying that there's threads here and this is, this is all working out. And I can look back and say it all worked out. But that's not to bypass just how shitty and hard and overwhelming and, like, tough that was as well. And so I don't kind of know what the breakthrough moments have been, um, only to say that, like, now as we're recording this, we're in the midst of lockdown. Um, I've got... My husband's working from home. I've got three kids who are all at school, so we're kind of trying to do some form of schooling. We live in a townhouse that has a veranda, but we don't have our own outdoor area, and we've got a dog in here with us as well. And yet, what I have learned over the last decade means that I wake up in the morning and I go for a walk. 
because I am a morning person and that single act of it's not even exercise, it's self-devotion when I can start the day just with enough space around me to like I don't even have to do anything particular or think anything particular. It's just to start the day with my own company and to have coffee and to maybe sometime else through the day go for another walk or have delicious conversation and when things feel too much to actually name that or feel that in my body and those are the things that make it spacious and so on the outside not too much has changed you know life has even gotten maybe more full and yet it's just it's finding the space and it's that like being willing to and also just the I, I think of it as like pushing back the piles of laundry and the Lego and just the demands of time to just have some space around me. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I, the day that I kind of was about to bring the cards into the world, I went for a walk on the beach and I was having a conversation with my 30-year-old self, as you do, walking along, having a bit of a cry. And I just realised that each of the cards, what they're talking about, each of these kind of little nudges is just, it's like a, um, a treasure map, a treasure map, a treasure hunt through the everyday life. Um, and that my wise 40-year-old self hid kind of all these little hints of spaciousness just in everyday life um, that it is as as simple as saying what threads can I sense at the moment or just move a little or write a little or go and pick up a feather um, like there's nothing in there that says go on a three-week retreat or go and sit in a cave or go and even have a massage it's all very simple in its spaciousness and, and what I have learned and what I hope for others is that that makes it possible and and that's what where the powerfulness lies is that we actually do it oh, absolutely the possibility of the spaciousness I think um that you create throughout a day then adds up to a lifestyle yeah. of, of spaciousness and I think um you know, it can be relatable in any, in any age, I would say, like all these cards are just their invitations. And I love how it's this treasure map and bringing the magic into the mundane. And I, I don't even like to use the word mundane too much, but like, you know, there's things we have to do as humans. Um, <laughs> and then creating that, like you said, before we started recording, I think you said joy bubbles. And I'm like, oh, let's remember to talk about that, um, how to have joy bubbles throughout your day. But I'm seeing the like space between, you know, the, the dishes and then that bubble, bubbly surface around it. And then the rest of it, you know, the infinite possibility, what is beyond um, the dishes or what is beyond yeah. that, that um, you know, quick chore that you that may have to do. And I think um, yeah, like I said, cre creating a life that is filled with those gaps um, or the possibility of that space. And I love how, um, yeah, easeful there's this, um, which is you and in, in your energy and the invitation of nurturing and nurturing self. And so I'd love to turn the conversation towards you personally, like your, your own journey of, um, you said before about the audacious feeling of, of saying artist and I just think witnessing your journey I would love for you to, to speak on that because I think it's very powerful um, to begin recognizing the self nurturing the self so much that then it gives it space and room to, to grow into um, perhaps changing labels or or reshaping language that you weren't necessarily um, comfortable with before you know creative or artist and and as a creative 
um, soul, like I'm drawn to others that create. And so um, would you um, like to take us on that? (laughs) And and in the midst of all of that, I want to like add this disclaimer of like, I don't get this this does not look perfect all the time. I, I know so often I'll listen to a conversation or hear someone and be like, oh, they sound like I just have it together. Like I lose my shit. I have, I just at the moment, life feels like a wild roller coaster ride. But it's, again, it's that just like in the moment of losing my shit, just coming back with compassion, just like, okay, like this is a tough one. There's, just a couple, what was it, Saturday, Sunday, I spent most of the day in bed. I was so tired, just like, but I think as part of that, like not making any bits wrong is also um, like welcoming them in and being like, I'm going to bed for the day and it's not bad and I'm not broken. That's just what I need right now. And it's, as you touched on, so with the just cycles, like this, this will pass, but I'm also going to be with it while that's here. Mm-hmm. Um, but in calling myself creative, oh, well, after school I went and did an economics degree. I have no idea why. I slept through a lot of it and just scraped through and then worked in a series of kind of random jobs, um, in events management, and I ended up as a an executive assistant at an investment bank. Like, ah, I cannot, I, I look back to that. I had very dark, very straight hair over my shoulders and I wore a suit. Um, and for anyone who's listening, I'm sitting here now. I shaved my head a couple of months ago and that just seems so distant. Um, but that seems like, like the safe and responsible kind of next steps um, to take and it was really when my um, first baby was born in the midst of like those dark dark days that she wanted to draw and she wanted to paint and so um, it was like I can look back now and it sounds really poetic, but I didn't feel it at the time. It just felt really hard. But it was like she had the wisdom of what I needed. And I always say I have three kids and with each of them I um, and had postnatal depression, but each kind of had its own texture. But creativity and curiosity and courage were the three things that kind of were the just take that next step, just take the next step out of that. And a great counsellor and antidepressant. So it was a, it was a mixed bag, but um, just noticing that actually I was enjoying a little bit. There was a tiny bit in, of colour in kind of when life was feeling pretty grey. Um, and I just didn't think that I was good at it. And then I got to a point where I was like, I don't care if I'm good at it. I think I might just be enjoying this. And, and then people started to kind of say some nice things about my writing and that helped me just to keep going. And then really recently, really, really recently, as I was creating the card, just being like, I don't care if anyone else doesn't like this. I love these. Like it's been such a joy a lot of my work has been um, kind of services, you know, holding circles or coming together with people one-on-one, but to actually have a physical thing and to be like, I really love this, I don't even need you to love it or not, has been such a revelation. Um, and just kind of, you know, all those, again, the beautiful threads that came together. My sister, who is very artistic, was going to help me to kind of put together the artwork for this and then she was pregnant and she had a baby and so I was like I'm going to do this by myself and you know at the time I was like oh this is scary and I thought we were going to you know I thought maybe it would look like this but then it came together in an entirely different way and now I can say I did every single piece 
of the cards and and just love them. Like I'm delighted with them. Um, and when I read like from the guidebook, I I'm like, well, this is good. That that's a great question. <laughs> so um now I just feel I feel a little bit like being creative, being an artist, it's a bit like being a circle holder. I always say the only way to be a circle holder is to hold circles. The way to be creative is to create, you know, like just go ahead and do it. Um, and then and then you're then you're creative, you know, then you're an artist. Um, and I have this really deep sense that especially as women, we are like we are creators. We're here. That's like old, old remembering wisdom, you know, like we, we're, we're built to create life. Um, and, and so it now, like I, I know I would have said it, but it, it hurts my heart when people say I'm not creative. I'm like, ah, oh. but you create, you create mess, you create meals, you create, you know, parties. All of this is, is creating. Yeah. Such a um, beautiful and tender journey. Thanks for sharing that um, with us, with everybody. Um, you know, all, all of the parts illuminating it all and, and really celebrating you in the place that you are now with this physical manifestation of, of a journey of self-compassion, you know, like of loving it so much that and, and loving yourself and your creations that it's like, I don't actually mind what's beyond that. You know, like I, I have fallen in love with my own creativity and just how wonderful. And it sounds so empowering. And I know that there's, you know, lots of parts to it. Like you um, have explained, there can be different emotions that can move through you. Oh, am I good enough? And asking questions of, will people like this? And then to arrive, keep on, um, you know, tuning into your own space, your own energy, you know, earthing your energy within. That's a whole, you know, like concept of mine. That's a favorite. Um, that then you've arrived here and, and it's, it's so magnificent. Um, what you've created. <laughs> Congratulations. I just feel like I, I want to congratulate you. I think it's oh, just so wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. In that as well, so if I, I feel like one of the pieces of wisdom that I learn along the way, and I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you find this, but I find the bits of me that I thought were wrong, actually, I realize just like how welcome they are and how um, just a part of me. And so one of the bits was I always thought I was such a people pleaser. And then along the way, realized actually, I just I love being in conversation. I love being in relationship. I love working with other people, and um, I love being mentored. And so, when I look at my life at the moment, there's in a month, there's so many different people who, in different ways, hold space for me. Um, and so, with the with the cards, I um, worked with someone to help me keep momentum and to answer the questions and to hold me in those moments of doubt and um so all these just not only I, I think part of living a spacious life is is knowing like what resources um, or how to resource myself to feel spacious you know I don't have to do it all alone and god that's like still a work in progress but um yeah that feels kind of really just lit up and sparkly at the moment to leave in there mm. um as you were speaking on um something came through about holding space and then space holding you know yeah. like that there's the oppositions there and you as a space holder and then also offering ways to um for people to hold space for themselves like how do you see um yeah the, the cards being a way for people to begin totally. to hold space yes absolutely i i see it as kind of a figure eight um mm -hmm. that like we 
hold space for other people and plot spoiler, everyone holds space for other people. Um, so we hold space for other people and we allow ourselves to be held and each feeds the other. And then like you said, kind of maybe it's another another shape in there as well is holding space for ourselves, and that may come more easily or more difficultly um maybe more of a challenge to people I know um I find it more naturally it's more my natural inclination to hold space for other people than for myself but as I was holding space for other people as a mum and then particularly as a circle holder, I realised that I needed to hold space for myself. Like I, I was feeling so resentful and so crunchy and just ugh, out of kilter. And as I'm saying that, you can feel just how out of balance that is, that if I'm going to hold space for other people, I need to hold space for myself. Um, and that so yeah I I completely agree and for me that it was a few years ago uh, my Lulu my littlest was a baby she was was still feeding her and I for some reason had the pop of wisdom just to spend five minutes in the morning meditating um and it would often be with like three kids watching ipads and you know it wasn't a beautiful scene but i was like i'm just gonna give myself five minutes and it was a real aha moment of i need to start the day with time to myself because otherwise if i start the day just looking after everyone else then my soul is like where is the time for me screaming you know like kind of strangled where when do I get my time whereas when I could start my day just the smallest bubble of time for myself it it was a game changer um yeah yeah and I think then bringing in um the act of space holding can be really ambiguous or like unclear to people or like what what does that mean you know and we're used to talking about it (laughs) um and loving on it and um and so acts of holding space I love how you then said you know starting a day with a breath like some breathing or um, meditation and then the like cards pulling a card if it's a daily or a weekly thing then that's the space you know that's the act of spaciousness um already and and knowing that maybe that'll give you some more reflections throughout the day just to notice and I I think it's this strengthening of awareness that has definitely brought me back into my body and into my life and and that's what's so lovely about um well yeah so much of what you offer is bringing people back into that awareness of of what is what am I feeling what is coming up for me or how can I better hold space for others or myself and through so many beautiful offerings and, and, you know, um, magic that you share with, with people. I just um, wanted to weave that in there that it's the awareness and, you know, you're speaking to lots of different experiences um, throughout your life where it's been in that awareness of, of needing space or noticing that you feel overwhelmed when you don't get that, then it's, it's like this balance. And I love how you, um, created that image of a figure eight because I think perhaps people can take that you know away from that is the continuing you know it's a figure eight it's infinite and there's you that's gliding along it holding space for others coming back and holding space for self and that can just be a dance of life you know like continuing to dance that way with life is so much more majestic I must admit it's bloody great (laughs) like it's such a good thing to incorporate into your life and and even just begin to notice um it's really special it's um yeah like I say having worked with you um through birthing my first circles and and you know when I was just in the tender you know young part of of business um having companionship is just so 
so potent, like a reflection back to you, um, you know, what might be coming up. And I suppose in that way, like you're companioning yourself too, like, because you're big learning to know, well, what is it that I need? What is it that yeah. I'm noticing? Um, and someone may be reflecting that back. So I love that, um, you know, through your car, like creating your spacious card deck and having someone alongside you and, and actually being open and honest about that. I love, um, you know, so many of your posts on Instagram um, are seriously honest and vulnerable and open and I love that about them it's very refreshing and so you know um to point anybody there that really wants to see something that is actually so grounding and so like oh we're here we're all just going to speak to it and so I just wanted to name that that you speak to life really um softly and just this is where I'm at. This is, I'm, you know, I'm working from the couch today or I let, you know, your different captures. And I think a thread to weave in then is that giving things breathing space, you know, like a different emotions, breathing space. Um, it's just a really lovely note and a really lovely invitation for people. And, and um, yeah, I'm wondering as we come to the end of our, of our gorgeous conversation, there's, I think there's still a little bit there and here to explore around being spacious and what is, what are some of your favorite ways? You've already noted that you um, go for walks in the morning and um, which I love to do as well. And then coffee, it's just <laughs> shortly follows. It's just oh, tying those both together, especially in lockdown <laughs> is a highlight of my day. Um, <laughs> seriously um vegan pastries like we were talking about before we hit record um so there's different little you know bits and bobs oh this is yeah this is something actually it's come to mind now business and so a lot of people that may be um tuning in may have their own um soul-led business and and you are in in that um realm and so I wonder if you can speak to anything um about having a business and a life that feels spacious and, and if there's anything that um you do in business that create helps create space around your schedule as you're talking so the thing that for a long time for many years I was saying like I want to live simpler and I want to live slower they were really like mm. strong words for me and I still love both of those words very very much but I think maybe spacious was actually what I was looking for because I kept decluttering over and over again and then being like, I want to declutter some more. And I think it was actually the, the spaciousness, the just the feeling of having enough time to do what I was desiring, having enough time to actually just ask how am I, having enough time to just like, like I used to, and this is kind of an example, I I would be like, okay, coming up to full moon, I'm going to do something, and then I'd be like, well, I just don't have any time for it. And new moon would, like full moon would come and go, new moon, and I'd be like, I just can't do this like living with the moon stuff and still now sometimes I'll be like oh gosh um, that went quickly but I think what like the other night on the dark moon I was feeling just like very exhausted and very emotional and Simon was watching football and I sat on the couch with my book and my diary and I just like read and journaled for maybe like seven minutes. But that was enough. It was like being in the spaciousness. I think it's having the space to be like, that's all I needed. That's enough. Just to know myself to doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be what anyone else is saying I need to do on that. Just like I have this yearning to know uh, just 
to feel what is here and to feel that a bit more just to be with it even though it's really really uncomfortable just for like a minute more and to have the space for that rather than I have this very clear picture of a lot of time of being in like a rugby mall we'll bring in some rugby analogies like head down between two other people's bums just like pushing you know just like in a mall um not an m-a-l-l and m-a-u-l just you know like just pushing through life just like we just have to get through this life this week and then things will be okay and i was like i'm i can't live like that anymore it has to go slow enough and for all its challenges lockdown actually really suits me but just the space that it gives me to do that um yeah, and so to take that into business, which again is an ever-evolving, um, ever-evolving kind of expression and creation, but I'm finding it so curious in the midst of lockdown that I'm, I don't have very much time for my work to kind of sit down and just work and so what I'm what has been a big thing for me over the last couple of years is just the decompartmentalizing it's not like work happens between these hours and mother happens here and exercise happens there it's like well when I go for a walk in the in the morning it, like you said before it doesn't actually need a label but that is my time for just exercising and being with myself and my self-devotion and sometimes I'll have a think about something that I'm working on for work or something that's happening with the kids and so it's it's letting life again kind of coming back to that that idea of threads where we began that it's all part of everything and that day that I couldn't get out of bed well that's a thread of my work and um I think really that decompartmentalizing, not needing things to be neat. Um, and we moved recently and Nina said to me, we were setting up, my desk is in the lounge room. And she said, Mum, isn't it funny at the old house, you're, you had a study and it was away from everything. And she's like, and now your study's in the middle of the living room. I was like, yeah, that just like feels like such a delicious summing up of just like breathing you know I I really think of this as my life's work and so it's all through life um and just the other kind of piece of it is just bringing as much of myself to it and as and the bits that feel weird and and like what does that even mean I've, I've had this kind of picture and feeling for a some time of sitting in a woods just picking flowers and different people coming along for a chat I was like okay this is nice what does it mean and then and then I was like well how can I bring that into kind of into my life and into my business and so a couple of months ago I said I'm going to make all of my one-on-one sessions um, the exchange is an act of kindness and an optional money payment. And it just like unlocked something in me. It unlocked something within people who just, one woman actually said, I have a vision of sitting in the woods and people walking along. And so this thing which felt like this weird, what is that part, just weaving that in, that, that thread being like, oh, that's how I can make that. And I can bring that into kind of my, my work. And that that brings a spaciousness with it because I think it's not something that I'm trying to do. It's just me. And coming back to that kind of beginning place of who am I? It's like, mm. I don't know, I'm the lady sitting in the wood. Come <laughs> and have a chat if you want. Yes. Oh, um something that you shared with me um, last year has stuck with me and really informs um, 
the way that I do business. And it's the, when you reminded me that the things that come most naturally to you will be what you share, like your gifts. And so like when you pointed that out and like illuminated that and now continuing on um, about a year and I'm working with people creatively and something that comes, comes so naturally, I can just come to my computer or be in the lounge room or be outside or even walking. And, and I can connect with people over um, Foxer or Zoom or in person um, when we're not in lockdown, but just how ease, easeful that is. And I remember you saying like, what you don't need to prepare for is your gift, is your is your work. And I love how you're illuminating that here now, um, that it is your life's work and that connecting spaciousness doesn't need to mean separateness. Mm. Like I think, um, yeah, or putting that over there and then closing the door and then moving on. And even though life can be a ritual and it can be beautiful and you can, you know, light a candle for beginning something. And I'm very much into that. <laughs> Blow out a candle symbolizes the end of, um, you know, some sort of idea or who knows what. But um, yeah, just that act of like the smoothing out of business. This is yeah. what I'm hearing you say is like you've, you're smoothing out and feeling into those threads and it's like was there kinks down there or you know and you said before earlier in the conversation about life being a wild roller coaster yet you've you're also wildly experimenting you know like with business with with life and um all of that that comes between and I think it's so lovely that spaciousness can have this wild element to it of, of like unknown and I'm thinking of spaciousness and as you were talking about the lunar cycles I thought mm, where would spaciousness sit you know as a moon phase right and I'm thinking like does it have a color does it have a texture so I'd love um to get artsy and creative here and, and wonder into your mind of how does spaciousness look as a texture or a color or a moon phase yeah <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, while we're sitting here, Sophie, if you rub your hands together and maybe if you listen to this, this is how I think of spaciousness. Rub them together quite so you get a bit of warmth happening there. And then slowly bring your hands apart. And it's like you're holding this orb. You can take them apart. You can bring them back together a bit and just feel. And what I experience is, is that there's something really there in between our hands. Like I can't actually bring them back together again. Mm. And that's what spaciousness is. It's not something you can see, but it's something you can feel. And it's not something you do. It's something you allow. And so it's in our life, allowing just that. So beautiful, inviting everybody to also bring the palms palms of their hands together and join us through that. Um, How wonderful. It feels like an exhale, like Mm. spaciousness is just a life exhale and allowing that... um, rhythm and the the cycles just to bring it back around to that um you know as women like you were saying before a thread of of like we are born to create you know whether it's uh, um you know children life projects businesses um and that we flow in a cyclical rhythm with our wombs and that there's the invitation from the moon the invitation from the seasons of nature and how all of this can fit in and yet you know, nature invites spaciousness, you know, it's not like boom, boom, all year round, like how overwhelming would that be? (laughs) I'd be like, nature, (laughs) sunlight, give me a break. I mean, right now, I mean, I would love some sun all day um, in the winter here, but, um, you know, just we we are reflecting nature and the wisdom that I think that comes through and that comes through you and, and what you share and, and your card deck is like, you know, we really are reflecting great mother nature and yeah. her spaciousness of, totally. of giving breaks and um, knowing there's time for everything, yet not all at once. Yeah, totally. And, and I think in the midst of all of that, 
there's always spaciousness. It's not like we don't have to wait for the leaves to fall off the trees. Or in summer, there's this beautiful spaciousness and the slowness of those long days. And in winter, there's the spaciousness of long nights, right? And of like these big bright skies. And um, there's a spaciousness on the beach at the moment, you know, that people aren't there. So we can always find spaciousness. It's just like looking for it. I think that's kind of, and, and being willing to find it and then being willing to be nourished by it. Mm. But yeah. like you said, it takes creativity, courage and curiosity, yeah. you know, to walk yourself out of or into different experiences in life. And so I think bringing that thread in, I love those, um, those words that you've really um, illuminated here through this whole conversation and um, but most of all of course finding space and knowing that th that does take courage and really honoring everybody um, that is here tuning in with us for honoring spaciousness for this time listening to this podcast right like I wonder how, what space that's creating now in different lives um, oh in different times you know in the future <laughs> absolutely absolutely that by being here and so grateful to everyone whose ears we're in they have pushed back mm. that lego and that laundry and just demands and created that and, and that peace that trust piece that you spoke to before just like ah oh, trusting that this is the perfect thing to be listening to and, and to be receiving in this moment Oh, Claire, thank you so much. This um, conversation has definitely um, brought me so much joy and I really um, feel so grateful for you sharing all that you have, um, all the different um, parts of your journey to bring us into the now with you and for people to get to know you and, and um, your beautiful, heartwarming um, energy is just delightful. Um, <laughs> Thank, I feel so grateful to be hey, so in, in and out of um, space together, right? You know, like in, in our different ways that, um, that we find each other and that we pass each other in the forest and show each other different flowers and, oh, look at this, oh, and then continue on our way. So, um, And thank you for all your beautiful questions and noticings and reflections. They have created so much space and... Uh, yeah, I feel like it helps me to kind of keep learning and to, to finding um, more words mm. and, and to just like be in that spaciousness, right? Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Would um, you like to share with everyone how they can connect with you? What is the best way um, for them to find you? Which spaces are you in? <laughs> I am, I'm over on Instagram as Claire Fold, C-L-A-R-E, Freddie, O-A-L-E. Um, and I'm on Facebook and I have a website as well, clairefold.com. Um, so, yeah, that's where I am and I hang, hang out there when it feels spacious and sometimes I'll go missing for a while and that is perfect too. Yeah. Gorgeous. Thank you. I, well, I'm so excited to um, receive the Spacious Card Deck soon and I know that I'll be... Um, Oh, yeah, sharing that um, over on Instagram as well and, and dancing with that. And so I can't um, yeah, wait to see it. I know it's traveling around Australia at the moment. Like, yeah, I, I sent a couple of decks just kind of out to people and said, just send them on. It's kind of a virtual card tour. Um, but I, I cannot wait. I just have this great sense of delight and anticipation to get the cards and to send them out to you and to everyone and just have this like they feel like they have a life of their own and I, I just have this great sense of gathering around them and kind of saying look what I'm playing how I'm playing with them look what they you know did what we did here and um, it's just like a beautiful lightness and excitement bringing us together yeah yeah and may they um create space for so many yeah. 
for so many souls. So um, here's to spaciousness and uh, thank you, um, Claire, so much for this conversation. Thanks, Sophie. To spaciousness always. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. If you've loved this episode, maybe you could share it with a loved one you think may resonate or enjoy it. Or tag me on Instagram or send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. If you can take a minute to rate and review this podcast, it can reach more ears and hearts around the world. Okay, until next time, all links from today's episode are in the show notes. Be well and remember to take moments to earth your energy within.